It's time now for Spears on Sports with John Spears, presented by M&M Carnage. And now, here's Johnny. Uh, made it to Thursday. Welcome in. Spears on Sports, presented by M&M Carnage. John Spears in studio. It's weird because Ed Peak was in yesterday. Tony Burke, usually the Wednesday co-host, is here on a Thursday. I'm retired. I don't care what day it is. Tony Burke is in studio. How you doing, brother? I'm doing great. John had to take some uh, financial responsibilities for the family yesterday. Well, you know, you got to put food on the table. Got to. You, uh, oh boy, what a day out there. Is fall here? I'm getting loose for the I know you're hitting, the, hitting the links today. today. Yep. But uh, as fall is here, right? Yeah. We're going to be we're, – we're, we might have to have long sleeves for St. X Trinity tomorrow. We may be on the camera deck tomorrow. I believe we are on the camera deck, John. But it's, it's, the weather is beautiful yeah. through the weekend, through next week. If you, if you like the fall type of weather, enjoy. It Loud, is, louder in life is going to be really loud. Will we be able to hear it on the camera deck at Cardinal Stadium? I think – well, I think, it, sometimes it, it faces away from us. We'll still hear it. Yeah. But, uh, faces towards your house. Oh, I believe me. I I talked about Chris Stapleton the other night. Heard uh, three or four songs clear as day. It is Thursday, September twenty second. Fall appears to be here, but the uh, summer cash bash at Thornton's continues. Each week, one lucky refreshing rewards member will win ten thousand dollars all summer long. Grand prize of a twenty twenty two Chevy Tahoe. Simply open your refreshing rewards app, click on the summer cash bash icon to enter. You can earn additional entries by purchasing select top brands like Mountain Dew 20-ounce bottles, hot dogs, Bud Light 12-packs, large Doritos, many, many more using your Refreshing Rewards card. That is Thornton's Summer Cash Bash. If you're not a Refreshing Rewards member, become one today. Text REWARDS to 80313, and you can text the Thornton's text line. Let us know what's going on and uh, what we screw up, what we make a mistake on, or if you have a question or comment, the Thornton's text line is open 24 hours a day, 502-414-1450. You can call the show. You're invited to be part of the program. Get it off your chest, 502-384-1450. That's the M&M Cartage hotline to join in on the conversation. NFL tonight on Amazon Prime. Get Bam. your uh, get your Amazon ready. I got the double TV finally, Tony, in the, uh, in the basement, so I got the, the fire stick ready to go. For a Browns Steelers tonight from Cleveland, and then uh, I'll have probably West Virginia and Virginia Tech on the other TV. Yeah, I, I, you know I have three televisions I in know. my basement. Someday I, I'll be as as affluent as you are. Well, I just went back to the three during football season because there's no sense in having three on most of the time before football, unless you're Big Al the Fish and you're a horse player. Yeah, and you got to have that third TV that never have, leaves yeah. the horse racing HRTV. That's how you make never money. Le- well. Or the other thing could happen. Um, So NFL on Amazon tonight, Steelers, Browns, 8-15. Cleveland is a four-point favorite. Over-under in this game, did you look? No, I did not. Take a guess of the over-under, Pittsburgh and Mitchell Trubisky at Cleveland and Jacoby Brissett. 43. 38 is the over-under in this game. By the way, unders are 21-10-1 through two weeks of NFL football. The unders have been hot, and we, you know what happens. Vegas will adjust. They always do. That's why I have the Forrester out tonight watching the game. <laughs> 38. Um, look, Steelers-Browns, AFC North, rivalry game, both teams one and one. 
it's a pseudo must win for each team. You don't want to start out one and two. The Bengals are still in the division, although they're on two. The the Ravens are good, although they blew the big lead last week. So this is an important game for both teams. I think it definitely is. And in time, you know, you're playing inside your division. It's huge. But, you know, rivals and like you said, everybody's been kind of screwing up in that yeah. early on. So you want to yeah. get you want to get ahead of them. Mike Tomlin has never in his career as the Steelers coach been under five hundred. If the Browns win tonight, the Steelers will be one and two, and he will be for the first time ever, which is an incredible accomplishment. First yeah. time ever he would be under five hundred. Uh, that's why you bet the Steelers tonight, huh? I will give you my pick <laughs> in the uh, final segment. Again, Cleveland's a four-point favorite. Jacoby Brissett, Mitchell Trubisky, uh, not the quarterback matchup that moves the needle here. Is the first one to 17 the winner tonight? Probably. I mean, it's just uh, it's going to be a defensive battle, and whenever you think that, they usually score a lot of points. So, uh, yeah, it's it's one of those games that they normally play. They, they get after each other, and, you know, it, it's just – Yeah, it's going to be – A home team look, always has the advantage in that T.J. game. T.J. Watt still out with the pec injury. That's that huge. hurts Pittsburgh's defense. That Steeler defense was really good in week one against Cincinnati. They were really good without T.J. Watt last week, even though they lost – to the Patriots, they couldn't score, but the defense was still good. Cleveland has given up over thirty in both of their games this year, even though they're one and one. Well, that kind of you're you're kind of weighing towards uh, swimming towards that uh, Pittsburgh uh, out of the river there yeah. towards Pittsburgh, aren't you? Uh, I kind of am. All right, zero and two team that uh, must win this weekend. Here's the first game I look at Sunday: Las Vegas at Tennessee. Both teams. 0-2, both teams considered, before the season started, playoff contenders. Vegas on the road is a two-point favorite in Nashville. Uh, I don't, I'm don't. i a T- Titans fan, you know that. I don't know how much longer the Ryan Tannehill era continues here. They look bad. They, lo- they look bad. That's an understatement. Yeah. Gosh, every facet of the game they look bad. And uh, I don't think it's just Ryan Tannehill. It's the guys blocking. You know, when you can't get the ball down the field and – all of a sudden, Derrick Henry, can, he, he's got 11 carries for 15 yards or something, and I firmly believe he's the best running back. You can give me Jonathan Taylor. Christian you can McCaffrey, give me Dalvin Cook. Nick you can Chubb. Give me all those guys. But I would take Derrick Henry hmm. if I took a running back. And that, that's, that to me, that's one of the – how bad they were the other night was just a huge surprise. But how did the Raiders lose that game? <laughs> well. Raiders. Uh, I think – Cliff Kingsbury finally told uh, Kyler Murray of Arizona, just go do what you want. Just you, run around. Go and run around, do what you can do, get a couple of two-point conversions, and uh, maybe we'll get a defensive touchdown in overtime and win this game. Because <laughs> Raiders, sore, it's, it's, we've seen a lot of giveaways in NFL football this year. It's two weeks in, and teams are just giving games away. It's bizarre, isn't it? The Bengals' just... first week miss an extra point to win the game. Uh, Baltimore last week, they got a three-touchdown lead going in the fourth quarter against Tua, Tonga Vailoa. Watching that game, I just it just amazed me that the Ravens lost that game too. But you know I like the Dolphins. I said that early on. I like the yeah. Dolphins a lot this yeah. year. And if Tua a lot can of good play skill good, players. Oh, yeah. And is, is, does Hill make a difference on that team? Oh, my gosh. I, yeah, he does. He didn't make a, make a difference on my fantasy team because I still lost, but he kept me close. Uh, Vegas, I think it's a more important game. Tennessee's still in a division where if oh. they're 0-3, Boom. They could, they're still in contention here. They could still win with Jacksonville, the hapless Colts, 
and um, Houston. Houston. So uh, I think it's more of a must win for Las Vegas because that division is brutal. And uh, you've already lost to the Chargers. That's a divisional loss. Um, you bring in Devontae Adams, Tony, to help Derek Carr. Devontae Adams has been good, but the other guys have been lost in translation here. Darren Waller, Hunter Renfro. It feels like every time Derek Carr goes back to pass, he's looking for uh, Devontae Adams, forgetting about those other guys. Yeah, I know Waller caught a touchdown pass, and uh, Renfro got uh, – well, he got drilled late in the game. That was a fumble. But, yeah, yeah the Raiders – it, it surprises me. I mean, but it, once again, that's still over, a tough schedule. Though. Overreacting early, but you, you you're zero two. Here Arizona was, my question. was a home game too. Got to win that. You got to win that. And when you have it in your back pocket, and it's just unbelievable that you give away. Same way with the, with the Ravens. But yeah. what about that division, John? Can you win that division that the Colts are in with a losing yes. record? Yes, I don't think there's any question about it. If they play five hundred against each other. They're going to lose to all the teams out of their division most of the time. Um, I don't know how long Frank Reich lasts in uh, Indianapolis, Tony. They they are they're home this week, but you know what? They got the Chiefs. I I thought the, the, the Colts were going to have a big year, and they still can. They can still rebound. But when you get shut out, mm, shut out by the Jags. I mean, the Jags defense is is pretty good, but it ain't that good. That's a nice way of saying it. It's a it's pretty good. It ain't that good. Uh, Carolina hosts New Orleans. The uh, Baker Mayfields are zero two. I mean, we don't expect any more out of them, do we? No. It really doesn't matter what they do. No. Zero uh, two. Bengals at the Jets. Now the Jets had an improbable victory last week. That's another one of those come from ahead losses that uh, the Browns had last week. You're up. If Nick Chubb doesn't score that touchdown, the Jets don't get the ball back. But And he hesitated. He was near the end zone and thought, do I take a knee here? He went on in. You go up 13. Okay, everybody's happy. Flacco is the other quarterback, so you're feeling pretty good. I told you that. You always bet against Joe Flacco. Jets come lost. down and score with 122 to go. They get the onside kick. They score again within the last minute. And all of a sudden, Nick Chubb's going, eh, maybe I should have taken a knee. Um, Jets at home are five-point underdogs to the Bengals. Uh, does Cincinnati bounce back finally? Yes, and I, I cannot believe that point spread. Well, they got to keep – well, you know what? Keep the Joe Bengals Burrow were the seven at Dallas last week, and I gave the Bengals out as one of the six-pack picks. And, boy, I look stupid in that one. Well, everybody did, John. There was a lot of people went out of a lot of pools again. But you brought up a good pools. point. They got to keep him on his feet. Six more sacks last week. That's thirteen in the first two weeks for Joe Burrow. And just is it an O line problem? Is it a Joe Burrow problem? Got to get rid of the football. It's a combo. I think. I think it's more offensive line, but it is Joe Burrow too. He does try to make plays. I mean, when you got Jamar Chase and Higgins and some of those guys, you know, Hurst has been good for him. Uh, you just you just shake your head. And I'm, I'm you know I'm not a Bengals fan. I'm not a Bengal hater. I have family members we talk about that yep. are bingo guys. But, I mean, that is just giving away a 2-0 start and having totally control of that division. And now they're, they're, they're playing from behind again. They look like the old Bengals. There are 19 teams that are 1-1. One and, one. and that's what Roger Goodell in the NFL wants. You got 19 teams that won a game and lost a game. So, uh, you know, here we go. Uh, the other 0-2 team is Atlanta. They're at Seattle. Uh, we certainly don't expect the Falcons to do anything. They're the longest shot on the board, and they were before the season started to uh, win the 
Super Bowl. They had an opportunity to win both their first two games. Yeah, they came back against the Rams. Rams almost blew another one last week. I know it. And the first week, the Rams can't remember. Oh, I mean, they got the Falcons. crushed by the Bills. Well, the Falcons. The Falcons came back and lost. New Orleans. The, yes. They, they could be 2-0. and oh. uh, They could be, but they're 0-2. But, they, but they're not. Um, Tampa Bay and Green Bay this week. That's one of the 425 late window games. The Buccaneers 2-0. and oh, Green Bay's 1-1. One and one. This could be the last time we see Aaron Rodgers against Tom Brady. Now, we probably said that five years ago. But yeah. this really could be the last time we see Aaron Rodgers versus Tom Brady. I'm going to agree to that. Without we, Mike Evans in the lineup, we got, by the way. We got Aaron Rodgers who uh, is telling everybody, you know, that think, you know his stuff is natural from the ground. And we got <laughs> Brady who it looks like he's – TB12, know, baby. 100 years old. He yeah. looks like he's 30. No, nah, I know he does. He I'm looks sure. younger than he did 10 years ago. He's thinned down. I mean, there's all kinds of weird things, but who he, can play he football He looked four 45? years old when he was uh, smashing that uh, tablet last week and throwing his helmet on the ground uh, over on the sideline. He looked about four years old. But uh, that that should be a great game, I think. It's Tampa Bay defense. Can they stop Aaron Rodgers slash Aaron Jones? And without Mike no Evans, Mike Evans so. what's the offense do? They, they brought in Cole Beasley here. For at least a week, I guess. But uh, Chris Godwin's banged up. They got a lot of guys hurt. This is a tough ask to score points for Tampa Bay. Uh, but it's also Green Bay's going to have to go against a very stout Tampa Bay defense. Tampa Bay's defense is really good. Buccaneers and, uh, are a one point favorite. And I so like the Buccaneers. Might as well be I'll a just pickle. tell you right now, I like the Buccaneers. Uh, the game of the week for me Buffalo at Miami, both teams 2 and 0. I'm I'm drinking the Gatorade, Tony. Yep. I'm on the Bills bandwagon after what I've saw what I've seen against the defending champion Rams in week 1 in Los Angeles on a Thursday night and this past week on a Monday night against Tennessee. Man, they look like an unstoppable force. Yeah, and I think the main thing you take out of watching the Bills is their defense. I mean, their their defense has been Miller's really made a difference. good, right? And they've got good players over there. A lot of guys you you know don't really know about, but they're, they're Milano good. had the uh, pick six, almost had two of them, right in a row. Uh, yeah, the defense is undercovered nationally because the offense is so explosive. Well, uh, yeah, because everybody wants to talk about Josh Allen, and and that's and they should talk about Josh Allen, but. Yeah, it gets underrated. How good was Diggs the other night? So oh, Diggs, gosh. He was really good. They got a, it, they've got a uh, physical running game, which most teams that are open it up, throw it down the field, find Diggs, find Dawson Knox, find uh, who are, all of these receivers. They Those teams usually don't have a physical running game, but they can line up and smash mouth football with the best of them. Yeah, they don't have any great players, but they do it by committee. Good line, though. Yeah, they were, uh, that's the key. And Josh Allen is a guy that can tuck it and take off running at that 6'5", 250 pounds or whatever he is. And, you know, he, he he's just a talent. And uh, I, I saw a thing the other day, the richest people under 25 years old athletes, Josh Allen was one. How did he – well, I guess his, his contract, he did sign an extension. Yeah, I was looking at it. It, it amazed me because there was You're a not making race a lot of car driver and a base – I mean, and a, you know, a soccer player, and I can't remember who else. Judge my – I don't even know who was on there, but he was number one. What about the Dolphins? Love the Dolphins. I'm 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 drinking the, the two of Kool-Aid. I just think they're receiving core Hill and Waddle. Uh, and Waddle. I mean, One-two is unbelievable. Yeah, and the, and the tight end, uh, Gesicki. Is he was their number all one pro, former all pro, probably their number one receiver coming in. So Dolphins defense played pretty well. They are, 
I, you know that no, they did not play very well. Let me change that. They, they did, did not. They gave up a lot. Well, of Lamar makes you look silly sometimes. Lamar looked good the, too, didn't he? The seventy-yard run or whatever it was that he had was, um, you know. Yeah, you he, go guard everybody down the field. And you yeah, look up. You do that against everybody. running down the goes. middle of the field. <laughs> uh, so both teams two and zero. Buffalo on the road, six point favorite. It's hard to take against them. It is after those first two weeks. And to keep this in mind, Josh Allen last week at, against Tennessee, one carry, ten yards. He didn't have to run the ball. He doesn't have to run the ball. But when he does. I don't want to tackle him. No, but when you're up 28 points most of the game, you don't have to run the ball. Who you got tonight? Cleveland four point favorite. I like at this. home. I, uh, you know, I really want to take the Browns, but I'm going with the Steelers. All right, I'll, uh, you're two commercials away from me making my pick. We'll take a break. Come back. Talk a little college football. What do the Cats, Cards, Hoosiers, and Boilermakers do this weekend? Also, no Aaron Judge, Homer. No Albert Pujols, Homer. Homer watches continue. You're listening to Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X. Welcome back. Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage. John Spears, Tony Burke in studio. On this Thursday edition Thursday? of the program. Yeah, it's Thursday. I know oh, we're retired. It's confused. usually used. I told you to get in here on Wednesday. You just thought today was Wednesday, right? Yeah, I just got my days yeah. mixed up. I, I guess I was a day behind or a day ahead, whatever. That's okay. As long as you don't get football days confused. Because we got it. Tuesday and Wednesday, that's fine. But Thursday through Monday, we got football. Eminem <laughs> um, Cartage Hotline is open. 502 384 1450. If you'd like to join in on the conversation, 384 384- 1450 Thornton's text line open as well. You can text the show at um, 502 414 That's the Thornton's text line, 414-1450. Scooter Dingus on the other side of the glass. How you doing today, Justin? I'm good. I get to go golfing after this. You and Tony, you just, uh, you know. We should have just played together. Yeah. Probably, point. probably uh, you know, playing one of the Trump courses, you rich guys. <laughs> I'm going to have to go home and, uh, you know, go out front. I'm playing Rudy Motors today. Big on the street. <laughs> Rudy Motors. I'm playing a par three on Box. my on my uh, Nintendo. That's, That's still what over there today. on uh, Papa Level out there? I don't think it's there oh, anymore. Okay. It could be, but uh, wow. you got to be old to know you that. You have one, to be you? really old to get that reference. Uh, Bats lose last night. Uh, they did it in a ginormous fashion. They lost to Nashville 17-1. to Only three home games left. In the season for Bats Baseball, so if you want to get out there, you can start tonight. 6.35, first pitch against the Nashville Sounds. 6.05 pregame right here on the Big X. Nick Curran, Jim Kelch will bring you all the action there. While I'm talking about baseball, Tony, no Aaron Judge homer last night. He sits on 60, and the Red Sox come to town, come to the Bronx for a four-game set this weekend. I know Yankee fan would love to see him at least tie uh, Roger Maris's record with the Maris family in attendance, by the way, against the rest. Well, Judge had a bad game. He was two for five with two doubles. Yeah, and, he's going to win the triple crown. And Waka's pitching tonight, and I saw this on Sports Center before I came. He's zero for fourteen in nine strikeouts. Oh, Aaron, Ju- Aaron Boone should sit him. I think he should sit him too. That, that how would that, you like to be a fan <laughs> that shows up at a Red Sox game and Aaron Judge didn't play? Woo! Oh, you know how many Yankees? Yeah, fans. that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, I mean, you pay a lot of money. You're paying the playing the Red Sox. You pay money for this ticket. Which, if you're 
If you're buying, t- I heard this today. If you're buying tickets in the left field bleachers, they're a thousand dollars right now because mm-hmm. people think, oh, catch a ball, it's going to be worth five hundred thousand dollars. Well, unless he hits a couple more after that, and he'll and probably he hit them to right value. field. Yeah. You know, he does, or hit them in the monuments where none of the fans can get them. Um, does he do it this weekend? Does he get to sixty-two yeah, this weekend? I think does he so. hit two? He, he he's so good right now. Oh, for fourteen against Waka, maybe not tonight. Not tonight, but you figure the percentages are on his side. But uh, I could not believe that he's over fourteen with nine strikeouts. He is he is twenty-three home runs, I think, ahead of his nearest competitor in the American League. He is fifteen or so RBIs ahead of Jose Ramirez in RBIs, and he's just. A scooch ahead of uh, Arias for the Twins and Xander Bogarts for the Red Sox for the uh, batting average. He's going to win the Triple Crown, and right? It, I, it looks like it right now. And he'll he be the first American show. leaguer since uh, Miguel Cabrera did it. Um, I don't know how many years ago, somewhere around the 10-year-ago mark. I was going to say yes. Um, <laughs> no, first American leaguer since, uh, since uh, Miguel Cabrera. There hasn't been a National League – Triple crown winner since 1937. Does Goldsmith have a chance? Ducky Medwick. Uh, Goldsmith does have a chance. He does have a chance. He's got a legitimate chance. Yeah, they could have two triple crown Cardinals winners. Cardinals got shut out the last two nights. That you said help. Ducky? That does. Ducky Medwick. Is Joe Ducky Medwick. Oh, okay. And, and, John, one other thing. Pujols last night, he did not hit a home run, but he broke up the no-hitter. He did. That uh, Snell had in the Snell! In the seventh inning. Yeah, Blake Snell, the Padres, had a no-hitter, and uh, the uh, Padres go on to win that game one nothing. The Cardinals been shut out twice in a row. I mean, you know, you've already basically clinched the division. You know you're going to play the third wild card in a three-game series at home. I guess you're not too worried about it, but uh, shutouts this time of the year, you kind of go, oh, something wrong? Padres are 17 games over 500. And how many games behind the Dodgers? I think 20. <laughs> over 20. <laughs> Uh, Braves and Mets both lose. I asked Kevin Wallace who's going to lose first. Well, the Braves technically lost first because they played earlier in the day, but they both lose. The Mets still have a one-game lead, although they're tied in the loss column. Keep that in mind. Phillies and Brewers both win last night. The Brewers trying to chase down the Phillies for the last wildcard spot in the National League. And the Jays and Rays both lost. Um, Jays are the number one wildcard right now. The Rays are number two. Both trying to catch the Yankees. It appears now that that's not going to happen. The Yankees have won a couple games against the vaunted Pittsburgh Pirates in the last couple nights, coming from four down in the ninth inning two nights ago to win uh, nine to eight. Yeah, didn't they score 14 last night? They did. 14 to two was the Yankee win last night, even without a home run from Aaron Judge. The Cleveland Guardians pretty much finished off the White Sox last night in Chicago. They've gone to Chicago and won two in a row in this three-game set. And the White Sox, uh, I don't know if Tony La Russa is back next year. He left for a medical issue. Uh, I think this is like, Tony, you don't have to hush, hurry back. Don't worry about it. Miguel Cairo did a pretty good job managing while he was gone. I don't see him coming back next year. How about you? He's old. I don't see it, John. I, I don't think – I think they used him for a little while, and I think you have to go younger guy that has, you know – Tony La is a great coach, always been, but – it's hard to have a guy that's what seventy eight years old coaching your team. He's old. I mean, these guys. I, I mean, saw some Marv these guys are twenty years old. The other night. Oh, Marv, ninety seven. I know Marv in the end zone there, holding the microphone. Don't throw him a ball. <laughs> you kill him. Texture says Rudy Moulter's stopping sock is where a lot of kids learn to play golf. Yes, 
Same texture. Do you remember the driving range and par three course at the fairground? Oh, yeah. It was uh, right on the land of the Kentucky Kingdom currently. I yeah, think. right over there where the bowling alley is. I don't remember that. And I lived there. I lived oh. down the street. Yeah, but that was you. you that this was, had to be before. It that. was before you. They had a drive-in over there. They had a. I do not remember stuff, the driving man. range and the par three course at oh, the yeah. fairground. Yeah. yeah. Old. I mean, it's old people, man. It's, I didn't get around like you did. I guess at, at age. Sure, we used to sneak into the fair. Six. Go through the swamp back here. All right, let's go to college football. Great segue there. Let's go to a little college football. Kentucky. Well, let's start with Louisville, Tony. Noon game, Saturday at home against South Florida. Both teams one and two. As I drove over here today, I saw some South Florida fans walking down uh, Main Street. They must have been lost. Heading toward the uh, uh, Slugger Museum. You know, they're in town for the game. Cards are 14 and a half. This is a South Florida team that averages over five yards a carry. Rushing the football, it's a Louisville team that gives up over five yards of carry, defending the run. Are the Cards maybe in trouble this weekend? Is South Florida underrated? I mean, we all thought they were terrible. And if Florida, Either Florida was overrated yes. or South Florida's underrated or a combo platter. But maybe they're not as bad as we think they are. It, it amazes. 14 and a half seems like a big number here. In my it, opinion. It does, but uh, South Florida put up points. And they're putting up points, so. I know. That's why 14 and a half seems it. like a big number. Gosh, I don't, I'm, 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 the Cards offense finally broke out a little bit. Now, they lose the ride receiver, uh, D. Wiggins, to the uh, toe injury. He's done for the year. But uh, I don't know, man. I don't know how to feel about this Louisville team. I'm 0-3 picking them against the spread, so I guess Cardinal fan probably wants me to pick Louis, pick South Florida here to cover. But uh, I, I may not. This this is probably a game I'm not going to pick. I'm doing a much better when I'm staying away from the local team. Here is a great stat: the quarterback for South Florida, Bohannon, has thrown for 507 yards in three games, four interceptions, and no touchdowns. So they like to run the football. The Cardinals secondary apparently. Needs to come up and uh, you know support the run defense. Looks like it to that me. Fair? Yep, I'm, I'm I'm trying to look up their numbers rushing in. All right, bigger crowd this weekend. I asked Ed this yesterday: St. X Trinity game or Louisville South Florida game? Both games at Cardinal Stadium. I'd take the push. <laughs> well, if there's a tie, <laughs> something's crazy here. Louisville will have more fans just because of the tickets sold, but St. X Trinity crowds have been down. I think beautiful weather Friday night should help. But the St. X Trinity game, and I, I hate to say this because we do the radio and we've been doing it for 100 years, it, 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 it disappoints me that the regular season game does not draw as well as it used to. And, yeah. and, I, and I don't understand why. Yeah, it used, it used to be you, you were didn't 30 to 35,000. You didn't miss it if you were a graduate. And now, now it's, just, uh, uh, it's around. Go. Did you see the uh, – I talked about this yesterday. I know you didn't listen to the show. You can buy Louisville football tickets now. Costco. At Costco. I saw that. The display. That's a beautiful display. It is a gorgeous display. <laughs> Two south end zone tickets, $69.99. Uh, 30% buy, off. But you know what? If I was buying the tickets, Sean, and I didn't want to go out and mess with it, I'd sit there before I sat in the flight deck. I sat in the flight deck, the UPS flight deck. And you also the, don't have to buy them on your phone. Yeah. Well, you might still have to, but I sat yeah, up there. I sat do. up there for the Notre Dame Louisville game a couple of years ago, and I'm telling you, I sat so high, 
I could see the airport. I could see downtown. I was looking over at Churchill Downs. I saw a plane go by, and I waved to a stewardess. It, it was I was above the. <laughs> she the, handed the, you a, a soft the drink. The end zone. Of the end zone scoreboard. I was looking down at it. Yeah, and I said, yeah, I'll, I'll, and I terrible. hate to say this, but I said I'll never sit up there. Again. And it's kind of like the young oh, it's, center; it's those seats down. are straight it's up. It's straight up. It's crazy. And if you are, uh, you know, if you're enjoying a few adult beverages like most people do, uh, out at the football game, if you start going down, Ooh. you're not stopping. It's going to take somebody being in the steps in front of you to stop you. They can tell you the sight lines are good if you can read the numbers, and you can. Ah, it's unbelievable. All right, uh, Kentucky hosting uh, Northern Illinois. First question, I guess, is the Huskies have their quarterback back. It looks like he might play. He's a game-time decision, last I heard. Uh, he's the transfer from Michigan State, Lombardi. Yep, uh, great name, by the way. Yep, and it's a big deal for them to have. And I, and I did hear you mention the other day about it. Would you play your quarterback against Kentucky if he's not 100%? Because you're trying to win the MAC. You're Mac. trying to win the MAC. Yeah, that's a good point. I'm not sure I would if he's not 100%. They're 1 and 2. If they were 3 and 0, oh, you might say, okay, we got this going. Let's play him. But they, they led Vanderbilt 28 to 14 last week. He gets hurt. Uh, I'm not sure what point of the game he got hurt because I wasn't following along. but I think the first few touchdowns. The backup came in and threw a couple touchdowns. Vanderbilt comes comes back and wins that game 38-28. to 28. Uh, It's a team that's supposed to win their division in the MAC. But I will say this. This is a Kentucky team now. They're a 26-and-a-half-point favorite in this game. This is a Kentucky team, and especially on the defensive side of the ball, where as a fan, I think the fans don't worry anymore about these games. Yeah, it's, not, that's, it's not the old That Kentucky. didn't used to be the no. way it was. If it, any of those games, if you're a Kentucky fan, you go, when's it going to happen? Yeah. It, it doesn't matter what, yeah. who they were playing. That doesn't happen anymore. No, I think it's because they've built up that the depth as much as anything on the football team. And when Kentucky, when Kentucky and Louisville's the same way and Indiana's the same way, when guys get hurt that are good, the replacements were such a drop-off. And I think with most of them now, they have built, and especially Kentucky, have built guys behind them that can play, young guys that they have confidence in. Here's another interesting thing that you never saw before. Kentucky's ranked eighth in the country. That's great. They're uh, on ESPN2 at 7 o'clock at night against a group of five team, not a power five conference team. When has that happened before? Never. I mean, and I don't, it's I, a great I, story. People love watching Will Levis. Will Levis is the star of this team. He is the – He's the poster child of the team. I still say it's a defense first team, but Will Levis had a really pretty darn good first three weeks here, and uh, I thought they kept him in a little too long last last time out, trying to get his numbers up maybe a little bit. Yeah, I think they might have. Uh, when other teams got a goose egg, uh, it's kind of hard to leave your quarterback in. But the question I have for you on that game, when they scheduled that game, ESPN did. Yeah. I think they thought Northern Illinois was yes. going to be – a At least two that, and one. Yes, a team that could come in and give them a scare, and they would get a decent game. And if the quarterback doesn't play and Lombardi and the Huskies are struggling, that does nothing for because people aren't going to be interested in watching Kentucky and Northern Illinois unless you're a Kentucky fan. Sounds like you're giving the twenty six and a half here. That's a lot of points, but but I think I would take the points. Okay, how about Louisville South Florida? Are you taking in that game as well? Now, these are not official picks. Tony will give his lock of the week after the break, but 
if I, you know, put a gun to your head, who are you taking, Louisville or South Florida? It was Louisville, 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 and now it's South Florida. Just that those running stats I gave, those are the things that make the difference for me. I'm not. It's, it's not going to be, be part of the six pack, but I, I would. I got to take the points, here. and I think you're right. There's going to be a lot of points scored in the game, and so you got to take the points, in my opinion. Before we uh, take a break, Indiana at Cincinnati, Bearcats are two and one. They lost at Arkansas to open the season. Hoosiers are three and zero. Oh, Tony, I picked them before the season to win this game in Cincinnati. They're sixteen and a half point underdog. I think the Bearcats are better than I thought they were going to be. Um, Obviously, everybody has a chance uh, once you kick the ball off, but uh, what are the odds you give Indiana of actually winning this game? Winning the game? Yeah, winning the game I, outright. Uh, 30%. I mean – I think that's high. I, I, well, I don't think Cincinnati's that great. I mean, they're good, but they're not like you're playing Ohio State or somebody that you don't have a chance. So I give them a little bit of a chance. Uh, the point spread tells you to bet Cincinnati. It tells you because you didn't think it would be that high. No, I didn't think it would be that high. So, I mean – you know, Big Al the Fish taught us years ago, when it looks that way, go the other way. When so <laughs> I guess you have to take Cincinnati and give the points. When it looks too good to be true, it usually it is. is. Uh, 57 is the over-under in that one, 16 and a half the number. So you're saying you're going Cincinnati. I'm going to go with Cincinnati. Right. Gets my better judgment. Where is this game being played? It's Cincinnati. at Nippert. It's at Nippert. No, I didn't know if it was Paul Brown's. They played oh, in Paul Brown you. Stadium. Well, they played time. Miami. Of Ohio. Uh, that was a Miami home game. Yeah, so that's why they played it. But they're game. in, oh, the co- friendly confines of Nippert Stadium. The nip. Uh, you, get a, you get a little nip up there. <laughs> Florida Atlantic at Purdue. Florida Atlantic's 2-2. Two and two. The Boilermakers 1-2. and two. Purdue's a 20-point favorite. Do they take it out on somebody this week? Yes. Yeah, I agree. And finally, Notre Dame, 1-2 and two at North Carolina, 3-0. and oh. That's an ABC game at 3-30. Tar Heels, 1-1⁄2 here, Tony. Says bet North Carolina, but I'm going to stay with Notre Dame because I think that they have something to prove. So I'll take Notre Dame. I don't know. I don't know. I know. All right. If I knew, I'd be uh, a lot richer. We'll take a break. Come back. We'll get Tony's lock of the week in college football. Talk about a few more of these games, the bigger matchups on the weekend. All that and more. You're listening to Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big Act. Welcome back. Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage. John Spears, Tony Burke in studio. Final segment of the day. You can still hit us up on the Eminem Cartage hotline, 384-1450, 502-384-1450 to join in on the conversation. Thornton's text line is open. Get your last-minute text into the show, 502-414-1450. The text line is sponsored by Thornton's. Quick news and notes here from the NBA. Uh, Emu Udoka, the Celtics coach, uh, this came out last night, is expected uh, to receive a one-year suspension. This is from Adam Himmelsbach, former Courier-Journal writer who now writes for uh, the Boston Globe, uh, covers the Celtics, due to a consensual relationship with a female team staff member, assistant Joe Mazzula has been picked to guide the team in his absence. So apparently, Coach Udoka, who had a great first season with the Celtics, took his team to the NBA Finals, had a consensual relationship with a female staff member, an underling of his, someone that is beneath him on the food chain there in Boston, 
And uh, Celtics have rules against that. Most teams, most businesses have rules against that. Um, and he's going to have to sit out a year. The question I have, if the Celtics weren't in the finals last year or didn't make the playoffs, if they lost in the second round, would Emo Udoka have been able to keep his job here, Tony? That's the question. It's a good question. One-year suspension is huge. I, I don't even like to get into those conversations, but it is. It will be huge for the Celtics, and we'll see how they respond. But when you're in the land life, you have to be careful with your decisions, especially in this day and age. Yeah, yeah. Hey, look, maybe they get married. Maybe they're in love. Yeah. That's all fine That's and okay. great. Good for him. But there are rules, and you you know, you know, have to at least alert your employer, hey, uh, you know, I'm we're going to go out on a date. Can we're we gonna, change the rules? Can we change the rule here because I really like her and she really likes me. But in any event, Celtic fan got to be upset here because he did such a great job to get that team to the final. So they won game one in Golden State, if you remember. And at that point, the Celtics were favored to win the NBA title after they won that first game. Uh, in his first year as a head coach, former Spurs assistant, learned a lot under Greg Popovich. And um, – one thing we do know about the guys, he can flat out coach. Yeah, and and it just takes you into the season with the wrong things when everything was positive coming out of last year, and it just everything will be swirling. All the it, it will make it tough because every question will be about that. And when they if they lose, what? Yeah, you know, it's, it's just, there's just too many what ifs. If I thought Brad way. Stevens might come down out of the suite uh, to coach for a year, but they've decided to go with the assistant that was on the bench last year. I'd like to see Brad. I'm a Celtics fan here. I'd like to see Brad Stevens on the sideline in this in this particular situation. I think anybody in this area would take Brad Stevens as a coach if they needed a coach. So, um, does he ever coach again? I would no. say yes. Scooter says, Scooter says no. Says nope. No. But Scooter, you know, I'll tell you when to turn your mic on. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'll tell you when I'm I turn kidding. yours on. How about that? I'll just turn yours off <laughs> you, and walk right out you, of this building. You do have more control over the microphones <laughs> than I do. You says he. You say he won't coach again. Or he will? I say. I think. Scooter says no. I will say yes, just because of his age, maybe yeah. wanting to change. You know, people change as they go. But I think Scooter's pretty much right. I mean, I think he 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 left a great job. He could coach anywhere he wants to. Yeah. And if you get sick and tired of doing what you're doing, or they fire you, you know what? He'll have a landing spot. Uh, there'll be a bunch of people in line. Uh, the other NBA news, of course, Robert Sarver, owner of the Phoenix Suns, Phoenix Mercury of the WNBA, has agreed to sell his team. Look, this is all about sponsor pressure. Mm-hmm. PayPal was the first to say, hey, we're out. We're no longer going to sponsor the Suns. There were other sponsors, according to reports, that were lined up getting ready to pull away here. And the uh, the the thing was, do you want to go ahead and voluntarily say you're going to sell your team or is this pressure? Do you want to later someone's going to tell you you're going to sell this team? And Sarver, who made the racist, misogynistic comments more than once, uh, according to the reports, has uh, agreed to sell his team. Yeah, and he's not the Teams. sole owner. But I, I was reading, John, when he bought when they bought that team, four hundred was four hundred million. Four hundred yeah. million's worth one point eight billion. Yeah, I, saw, I heard close to two billion. So he's not going to have have to cry while he's selling the team. Now, he's a guy that sat on the sidelines. He didn't stay out of the limelight. He right. wanted to be seen, mm-hmm. wanted to be uh, you know, a, a rock star in the in the the world of of major team ownership. Right. 
But uh, that that might hurt his pride, but it's, it's certainly not going to hurt when he gets that check for $1.8 million. A guy like him has enough money that, that you're right. It was just all about being him and everybody seeing him. All right, uh, you got your uh, lock of the week uh, lined up here? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I have do. no idea where Tony Burke's going here. I am going totally against what I do, and I'm taking a road team. So guess who it is? I'm giving points <sighs> on the road. Giving points on the road. I'm going to go with uh, Southern Cal. You're correct. I'm not sold on Oregon State. I know it's a home game, and I think Southern Cal is really good. I'll give the six and a half and right. say, you know what, beat me on the road by more than a touchdown. Oregon State, I know I know you're saying you don't think they're very good. They've no, put, I didn't say they were not very good. They put some points up, and USC, if they have an Achilles heel, it's defense. I'm not saying that Oregon USC State might is score not 60. good. But I think USC will score, and I think they will outscore the Beavers. 3.30 on CBS. Write that down. Uh, Buck from uh, – Iroquois Park, if you're listening, he's uh, 3-0 and in his locks so far this year. Bam. Um, <laughs> 3.30 in the Knoxville CBS game. Florida ranked 20th. Tennessee ranked 11th. The Vols are undefeated at 3-0. and Vols are a 10.5-point favorite. I know who you like here, but tell me why you're uh, sold on a Florida team that got shut out in the second half at home by Kentucky, got challenged at home by South Florida. Now they're going on a road in a tough environment. I think everybody's loving on Tennessee a whole lot. I know it's a home game. Ten and a half big number. Uh, I just think Florida's not going to go in there and fold. And when everybody looks one way, you go the other way, just what we were talking about. And I think Florida will lose the game, but it will be a close game. Sound like Lee Corso. Closer, closer than you think. Not so fast, my friend. You sound a lot better than Lee Corso. Well, way. let's leave that. Uh, noon game, Clemson ranked fifth. This is a sneaky good game. At 21st-ranked Wake Forest, both teams 3-0, and ABC. That's an early start on the road for Dabo Sweeney's team. Seven-point uh, spread tells me that the bookmakers think Wake has a shot here. Uh, exactly what I was thinking, John. Sam Wake, Hartman's healthy. This can be a program-defining defining moment for Wake Forest. Ooh. And I, I just don't think Clemson has got back to themselves. I think they're really good, but they're not the Clemson of – years past, and I, I give Wake a chance. They here. have quarterback I, questions. I'm taking Wake in this game because I think you're going to find there's been some upsets, and I think this is going to be the one. But you're taking Clemson to win the game. Oh, you're taking Wake to win the game? I think Wake's going to win the game. It's at noon. Ooh, I mean, it's at I'm, noon. I'm just going to put a star by that. So I'm not, and it's not your lock of the week. No, I'm it's not. a star. No, but. That is your long shot of the week. I would sure. Yeah, exactly. I would not money line that game, but I would take <laughs> the points. Uh, 7 o'clock ESPN. Arkansas and Texas A&M. I know A&M beat Miami last week, but, boy, they just don't look good, Tony. No. And oh. if they're at home, John, and they're favored up a couple. By, I got point and a half here. I got two on okay. that. That's not many points for an A&M team with the 12th man at home. And that's telling me Arkansas is better than A&M. And yeah. I liked Arkansas. Yeah. I told you that. I locked them up early in the year as my locks. So I'm going, I'm going to Arkansas and taking the one and a half or the two, whatever you're giving me. That could be a fun game, but are, I, you feel like if A&M wins this game, it's going to be tight to the end. Yes, it'll be a But if scoring. Arkansas wins this game, it could be a blowout. I agree, 100%. Uh, Texas, Texas Tech, they, both teams are 2-1. and one. Texas is coming off that home game. You know how I like this. Home game where they lost. They didn't win, but they felt like they beat Alabama. And now they go on the road to Texas Tech. It's a conference game. Tech is 2-1. and one. The Longhorns aren't scared. Texas is a six and a half point favorite. 
I like Tech here, Tony, just to sneak in and say the tech, a Texas team that's not ready to play because of last week. Yeah, we, we, we're in a, a pool of recreational-only people, and almost everybody took Texas, and it's a seven-point spread. Except no, but, but you're right, yeah. John. It's only a seven-point spread, and everybody takes Texas, and that tells me that Texas Tech's a bet. Yeah. We look at the uh, top of the uh, AP poll here, Georgia at home against Kent State. The number is 45. The golden flash. Georgia doesn't seem like a team that piles it on, though. Remember they beat Samford 33 to nothing. They took their foot off the gas pedal. They even took their foot off the gas pedal against South Carolina last week. Uh, I don't think Kirby Smart's a run-it-up kind of guy here, and 45 is a big number. Yeah, but it's hard not to score sometimes <laughs> when you're up a bunch in the We're first really half. trying not to score. Uh, we've taken Spencer Bennett out. We've taken all our defenders and offensive players out of the game, and we're still up 56 nothing. It seems like it might be that kind of game. Yeah, and I, it, you almost always have to take 45 points, but I'm going to give the 45. All right, are you giving 40 and a half? That's the Alabama-Vanderbilt spread, 730 SEC Network. The SEC Network gets one Alabama game each year, and it's when they play Vanderbilt. I'll, take, they play I'll Vanderbilt. take the points in that one. You're going to take uh, about 35 to Clark Lee's late touchdown building program Vandy, at Vanderbilt. 35 to 7 or something like that. Uh, 40 and a half. Alabama was mad last week when they uh, after that Texas game. They were angry, and they took it out on somebody last week. Wisconsin at Ohio State. The Buckeyes are 18 and a half point favorites, 730 on ABC, Wisconsin's two and one. They had that perplexing home loss to Washington State in a non-conference battle. This seems to be uh, a shot here for Wisconsin to do something big. And the Buckeyes would have to have a letdown, though, right? Yeah, and I really want to take Wisconsin, but that spread being eighteen and a half tells me once again the bookmakers are trying to get you to bet Wisconsin, so I'm going to go Ohio State. Maryland at fourth-ranked Michigan. Both teams 3-0. and Maryland hung on last week to beat SMU in a non-conference game. Michigan, I know the opposition hasn't been good, but the Wolverines have been very impressive so far. That's a noon Fox game, Michigan 17. Yeah, and that's why I'm definitely taking Maryland in that game. Love Maryland in the 17 points. Really? Yes. That one surprises I'm me. I'm going against the grain on most of these, John. Kansas State at Oklahoma. The Sooners are ranked six. That's a conference game on Fox. Eight o'clock, prime time on Fox. Kansas State, two and one against the Sooners, who are 12 and a half point favorites. I'm going to give the 12 and a half. Kansas State's quarterback, you know who it is, right? I do. Martinez used to oh, yeah, uh, be Nebraska. Nebraska's quarterback. Tito? Uh, that's, I don't think it's Tito, but that's a great guess. Uh, Connecticut at NC State, my Wolfpack, 38.5-point favorites. They're going to be 4-0. I told you to go over 8.5 wins here. Lay the points. <laughs> Connecticut is UConn terrible. has a win. They're terrible. I don't have any idea who they beat, but they do have a win. All right, uh, last one here. Let's go with uh, find a close spread. Baylor-Iowa State, noon game in Ames, Iowa, and Iowa State unranked 2.5-point favorites. Iowa State. Take the Cyclones. Yeah, I, I know you like Baylor. I do like Baylor, but you're, this is one of those Vegas lines that you go, yep. I should take it. I'll say it. All right, St. X Trinity, we got the game tomorrow night, 745 pregame right here on the Big X, 8 o'clock start. Analyze it in 30 seconds. For 30 seconds. I think two good defenses will be on the field. It'll be a low-scoring game, and uh, you know who I'm picking. Yeah, I do know who you're picking. I'll give my pick in that game tomorrow as well, and I'm obligated financially to know who I'm picking as well. We'll uh, see you tomorrow. The uh, unsponsored six-pack 
It's been hot lately. We'll see if it can stay hot tomorrow. Thanks for listening. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cardi on the Big Game. Anywhere you